When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. A podcast that I mentioned before, the Who Are These Podcasts. It's called, run by a guy called Carl. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. Who Are These Podcasts? They do a show about shows. This is a podcasting expert. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show where baby boomers complain about what millennials find entertaining. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Adam from the Metal Hand of God podcast. Welcome, Adam. Oh, thank you, dude. This is actually, believe it or not, one of my favorite shows on the internet. Why would you say it like that, believe it or not? It's an amazing I, because, show. I, because I... <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to support the show, please buy our merchandise. Go to whoarethese.com. Click the link to our wehavemerch.com page. You can discuss the show on our subreddit now, Who Are These Podcasts. It's a whole new way to shit on us. There's actually some great stuff going on in there. There's even uh, a bit that I'll be playing for you later in the show that came out of the subreddit. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail.com. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Uh, unhappy to report that I have a lot of comments to read today from our iTunes page, the official podcast fans not loving us. Uh, but today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Armchair Expert. This suggestion actually came from you, Adam. We both listen to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. We have hosts Dak Shepard and Monica Padman, hosts of Armchair Expert. Yeah, this is uh so this is actually I'd never listened to it before. This is actually a recommendation by another fan of yours, uh my friend Travis. Okay. And, uh, Fuck you, Travis. Yeah, yeah, you huge cocksucker. Uh it so I'm going to say up front, like, I thought this would be a great show to review. Yeah. Um, and on some levels it was, but, uh, you, you know, Carl, what my, uh, to me, the biggest sin in podcasting isn't being a bad show. It's just being fucking boring. And it yes. being you do, I assume that you probably agree with that. Wholeheartedly. When you are a celebrity, I've learned that you can start a podcast just talking to your other celebrity friends. You don't have to be interesting or compelling or entertaining, and people will listen to your show. This is one of the top shows in the comedy section of iTunes every single week. Yeah, I think it's like number three consistently. Pretty consistently. Armchair and Expert. I've never listened to it before this either. I didn't know what it was about, but I could have predicted it. 
Yeah, and Dax Shepard's one of those dudes who he's somewhat amusing, but he comes off as fairly insufferable. <laughs> and the, this show didn't dissuade me from that opinion. He, he he's uh, I mean, I'm, I mostly listen to the episodes with his wife and he comes off like a condescending prick 90 percent of the time. OK. And then the rest of the show, he's just fucking boring. Well, let's get into it. I listened to an episode where he talked to Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. Mm-hmm. So these are two guys who host podcasts to talk to celebrities. They must have a lot to talk about. This show starts off talking about their texting exchange. They spend about 10 minutes talking about how they were texting back and forth. Here's the setup for that. I, I'm not totally proud of what I said to you, uh, uh, but it, also I admit it could have been much worse. Like I, I genuinely like you, and I think we have a bond because yeah. we're sober. Right. So I gotta, I gotta act, you know, semi professionally. So I say, this is interesting that you would ask me to get my wife on your show and you ignored my request. Right. So it was, a, it was pretty bratty. It was definitely teed up for you to be a fucking asshole. All right. So Dax sets this up. He says, you know, we had this this text exchange back and forth and you know i was kind of a dick to you so you got to think like okay this is going to be these guys are going to motherfuck each other it's going to be funny this is mark's response back to dax you immediately go holy shit i'm so sorry i get really busy i probably forgot you sent that to me and now i'm an asshole and i'm sorry is there a way to make this right like straight into solution (laughs) that's boring okay so why are we talking about this text exchange, Adam? What's, what's yeah, interesting you, about this? You said 10 minutes. That's being pretty generous there. Yes. I think it's supposed to like 15 minutes. And the exchange gathers us nothing. Uh, at some point, you know, Dak Shepard tries to make it sound like, oh, like, you know, it was a joke. But at some point he mentions like, well, I had a really shitty response to you. And then I had a really nice one. And I went in the middle. I'm like, that doesn't sound like this is a joke. This sounds like you're kind of an asshole who doesn't get that you're not as famous as your wife. This is them con- continuing on this conversation. This is not about what they texted each other. This is what they could have texted each other, like you were just alluding to. Well, I'm just saying that there was about a 95% chance that that entire exchange would go really wrong. Right. And I, and I give you the credit for it staying very peaceful and nice. So he's saying it could have been an interesting exchange, but it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe move on then? Nope. Here's more text talk. Again, I, I'm giving myself like a C yeah. on the whole thing because uh, there was another version of the text that was much more aggressive. Did you ask I, her? I, Were you checking? No, no, no. Oh. I, I, I know I know when I don't want her input. Right. Like it would have been wise to <laughs> let her in on it all because she always pulls me back about 30%. Yeah. But all in all, there, there was a much meaner text response I had composed in my head and then there was a much nicer one right. that I composed. And I, and I kind of just went down the middle. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Ah, I can't fucking take it. Adam, I don't want to hear actual texts that people exchange. I don't want to hear about that. Let alone texts that weren't even exchanged and what could have been. Why would I give a fuck about this? Uh, Particularly when you have one of the top podcasters of all time on your show. But uh, my favorite bit about that exchange, I don't know if you can play my Marin 3. Yeah. uh, Is that. Dax Shepard seems to think that he and Mark Marin have a bond. He mentions it several times. Some people are my friends, but, you know, I don't know you that way. Don't you think it has something to do with the sobriety bond? 
because I feel yeah, like that, that puts you, us on a oh yeah definitely like a you, different level. You would you would you would uh, you would think we would behave soberly, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know you that well either. Right, like, yeah, we I don't mean, know sure, each other that like, well. I know. Right, they talk about this a lot, and it's always Dax bringing it up. Hey, you know we're going to be sober twenty years coming up. Mark Barron's like, well, actually, I'm coming up on nineteen years in a few months, but it's day to day. What are we talking about? Dax is almost using it as an icebreaker. Right, sobriety. Like he, and he doesn't actually have any connection to Mark Maron. So it's like, oh, well, we're both drug addicts. So therefore, like, we, we, we're exactly alike. He, I, I don't have any clips of it, but there's several times where he's like, you know, we're, we're pretty much alike. And Mark Maron basically says, no, no, I mean, I really don't know you. Right. Yeah, many times. It's I pretty Just getting back to my package here on the texting back and forth. This is somewhere between the 12th and 13th minute of this podcast, between these two guys talking. They're still talking about this fucking texting exchange. I think when I got the first text from you, we were driving, and I'm like, I got, I got to pull over and deal with this. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> this is yeah. going to feel worse and worse and worse. No, 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 again, no, no. You really, you really nailed the response. It was so benevolent. <laughs> I, I it was pulled crazy. over. I had to pull over to do it. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? It's this thing where if celebrities are talking, we should be interested in what they're saying. Even though it's boring as shit, there's nothing going on here. There's nothing compelling about this conversation. No, and it's it's the entire preamble. And and the thing is, the whole episode, and Mark Maron, see, the, the interesting thing about the Maron episode is it's not completely boring just because Maron's actually a good interview. Right. The problem is with Dak Shepard, who is not, I mean, he has good questions, but he's not compelling at all. He's not funny, which uh, maybe my biggest problem with the show is that it is a comedy podcast and there's just nothing funny about it. Um, if you could pay my, play my Marin one. The ever talented and beautiful Monica Padman. Hello. What an intro. Uh, I've got more coming your way. Mm. Yeah, I've just started drafting them in my head. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can't wait. I don't think I'll run out of adjectives too soon either. Okay. Yeah. Do, do either of those people sound like they want to be in that room? At that no. Moment? Do they even sound like they're doing a show? It sounds like when you and I were talking before we started doing our show. That's right. that's not the part that you want to put on the internet for everybody to hear. And honestly, the most interesting part of the podcast was that, so he does a little, as a lot of shows do, he does a little pre-tape segment where yeah. he and Monica, who I guess is his his producer, and by the way, not every producer of a show needs to be a, a semi co-host it just some people just let him run the fucking soundboard but um he has a section uh if you play my marin 2 where he talks about something going wrong and i'm happy there was blowback me too about the lack of a fact check on um mr on, joel McHale on uh, the beefy joel McHale's episode um the reason for that was uh my beautiful, lovely stepfather of 27, eight years, David Barton, had been uh, battling prostate cancer, and I had to go to Oregon for a week, and uh, he has since passed, and uh, I was there with my family. <laughs> that's wildly inappropriate. Oh, dude, hey, that's, no fucking way. That's not cool. Hey, hey Carl, I have a question for you. Yeah. 
do, do you know what I do when I have a podcast that's set to, to drop, but something happens like, you know, someone gets in a car accident, someone dies? I don't know, maybe postpone you putting out that podcast? Yes. Something like that? It's a podcast. It's a show. I'm, I'm, I seriously doubt it's that important that you have listeners like who will just, just absolutely fall to pieces if Dax Shepard doesn't post his fucking Joel McHale interview. And it's not like he needs the income. He's not the breadwinner in the family. This is very obvious. They're fine. He can let his wife make the money. Well... You know, I actually feel bad because I mostly did the Tristan Bell one. I wish I had told you that one because that one actually is juicy. Okay. He, he does not get that. Like, he regularly mentions when he's interviewing his wife that, you know, oh, you know, I write, I direct. I, you know, I was, I, oh, I knew Ashton no. Kutcher. You know, all this. Oh, all this no. <laughs> it's just a constant condescending prick. Um, in fact. That show, like both, okay, so both of these two, Marin and his original one, the first episode was Kristen Bell, start with just him not getting along quite properly. So if you can play my uh, Dax 1K. On this day, this day you're about to hear, we just were not getting along. We were bickering and impatient with one another, and the first half of the interview was a struggle. In fact, I considered just leaving this unreleased because, truthfully, I'm embarrassingly controlling throughout most of it. And she is, by my estimation, very suspicious of my motives throughout. Okay. This, this is a theme throughout that entire episode where, first of all, if you and your wife are fighting and she's the person you're interviewing and this is your first fucking podcast – it's it's not like you can't record it later. Why? Yeah, you live with her. You could re record. You could try this again. I mean, is Kristen Bell that hard to get that even <laughs> Dax Shepard has one shot at it? Right. And the whole time he's a condescending prick to her. But if you play my next one, look, I did have to go to Michael's today, and then I I'm missing which, Garland, and I really want that Garland. In for any the- folks that don't go to Michael's, that's a yarn store, right? It's a, like a crafts. And, and here's a perfect example of why you're being annoying. Yes, it is a craft store. It's not a yarn store, but it also has great Garland. So um, it's just a married couple bickering. Is that what this episode is? It's pretty much. Because I did not listen to this episode. It, it was the first one he put out. And again, he's famous because of his wife. Anything I brought up, Dax Shepard, everyone goes, oh, right, he's married to Kristen Bell. And it's funny that his first podcast, he had to get Kristen Bell in order to make it legitimate. Oh, it's it's worse than that. At one point, she mentions like, hey, you know, uh, maybe my girlfriends want to come on my show. If you'll play my Dax 4K. At least I'm going to feel comfortable that if my girlfriends want to come here and do your podcast. That- Which, by the way, is I can't wait for. Oh, your girlfriend's See, come over. This is what this is why you're annoying. Me. <laughs> I'm going to give you bite. You started biting. No. Kristen Bell's girlfriends are people like Emily Blunt or other super famous actresses. He should want them. Not only that, but just be kissing her ass like, yes, sweetheart, thank you. I appreciate you getting my shitty podcast off the air by coming on here and then asking my girlfriends who couldn't care less to be in my fucking attic, which has an exposed bathroom, which is what they're bickering about the whole time. It's funny to me that he's kind of big-timing his wife, who's way more famous than he is. It, in the whole episode is that. It's a combination of him kind of shitting on her and them, like, okay, so they're, they're one of these couples that's been to way too much uh, couples therapy mm-hmm. where they're psychoanalyzing each other back and forth. Like, I've, I don't know if you've met couples like that. It's oh, very yeah. 
would. So they keep saying back and forth, I love you. But it's pretty strained. All right. Knowing that you were going to come on, I thought of a story that probably we haven't told in public that I think is pretty funny. I love you. And we, I love you so much, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's almost like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You're going to tell that story? Fuck you. And I, I, I won't make you play the clips, but that leads into a story where uh, apparently and, – and so Kristen Bell – Aside from some fairly like obnoxious Hollywood language, like at one point she says, oh, I discovered I'm a Buddhist. Um, she comes off exactly as you would expect her to based on what you've seen from her on TV. Yeah. And he, she tells she mentions like at some point he was looking at her tits. He denies it. And he goes and she apparently said, oh, are you looking at my fake tits? Carl, do, do, do you think Kristen Bell has fake tits? I don't think so, but I haven't really put that much uh, research into it. She's got maybe a solid B. Okay. <laughs> so that leads into like a whole story where he thought her tits were fake. If you want to play my Dax 7K. So you don't think there's a lot of B cups coming out of the tit factory? Is that what you're saying? I think you'd have to be fucking stupid to spend between six and $10,000 to go up one cup size from flat to almost flat. I was under the impression that you had fake boobs. Yeah. And which I found, which I still to this day find so But we later funny. cleared that up. So uh, Yes, honey, we, you're we always right about everything. Well, I'm only going to bring up stories where the the punchline is is I was right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh you know, months are going on, mm-hmm. uh we're dating, things are great, and um you are occasionally making jokes about people with fake boobs or you're making observations. I don't want to say you're body shaming anyone, but between no, you and I not like jokes, but like we were I remember what you're talking about. We were yeah, like a Kate, look, we live in Los Angeles and sometimes when someone walks in with an extreme amount of plastic surgery and it wasn't mm-hmm. body shaming, but it was like, "Whoa." Where look at those look, boltons or exactly yeah. they look really 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 tight or it's like I caramba where like you know it's insane and I remember what the breaking point was. well the first few times this happened over the course of months I didn't say a thing I just was like oh that's weird she has fake boobs but she's kind of making fun of fake boobs or observing fake boobs or whatever and then finally on like the fourth time it happened I finally broke and said what do you want me to do right now I feel like this is a test like should I join in and and comment on these boobs Mm -hmm. oh my god this is so boring that's that's like a five minute story it's just about how he was a moron who just couldn't figure out that she had real press I, I also that that comment about a look at those bolt-ons that's that's basically an opiism as far as i can tell yeah dax shepherd is not a clever person by any means he talks about the fact that he's famous because he just reads what other people have written and does what directors tells him to do but the fact that he thought his girlfriend had fake boobs for all that time when you're with a girl and she has fake boobs you would know it i would hope so oh retard alert Retard alert, class! I, I, I do like making fun of the advertisements on these podcasts. This is a HelloFresh spot that I just wanted to point something out on. You can just cook, eat, and enjoy. This is really nice. No laborious trips to the grocery store. I don't like that. Compiling lists and recipes in your head. You're not going to need to do that. It's so cold in the grocery store. It's chilly. I don't want to tell HelloFresh how to advertise their product. But what they're saying is it takes the step out of going to the grocery store. If I wanted to take steps out of preparing a meal, I would just skip right to ordering food that gets delivered to my door, pre-cooked, ready to go. 
Guys, this is a huge time saver. We'll send you ingredients that you then have to fucking cook. That's not a time saver. Hey, uh, you know, this this is a good time to announce that WATP will be sponsored uh, by Uber Eats. <laughs> exactly. Get your Uber Eats app right now. Use the promo code. Here's more on this um, HelloFresh conversation. And for some reason, they stop talking like adults. I don't understand this thing. Hollywood celebrities do it all the time. They just think everything they do is so cute and fun. And and I'm always looking for kind of a fry substitute, yes. something crispy. These zucchinis did the trick. Ooh, they hit the spot. Oh, big bullseye! How melty was this melty? It was very thoroughly melted. Yum and delish. Well, that's retarded. Ugh. I think I just lost my erection for a week just listening to her say, "How melty is this melty?" How melty is this melty? <laughs> We're having so much fun. You guys are fucking. You sound like idiots. You know the bizarre part about all this is that so he has these top-notch guests. There's people that don't typically do podcasts like well i mean mark maron does but uh kristen bell uh, ashton kutcher did it a, a bunch mm-hmm. of bunch of famous people and he just asked them the most mundane shit like he's talking about mark maron's time on air america which you know for a short segment like that makes sense yep but again this is a, someone who interviewed the president of the united states the sitting president of the united states at the time why are you uh, not to go back to but why are you talking to him about your text message snafu and the same thing was with his wife at one point he talks to her about how she knows a commercial for lee lee press on nails from 1984 this is a, a woman who was in like the top animated movie of all time right bring, bring something up something anything well he Fucking also anything. he also makes it about him so Dax is obviously a narcissist. He has to steer the conversation back to him. He says, he hints at it a couple of times. He goes, Mark, what do you think about this thing where these guys you used to interview are now starting their own podcast? Are you pissed about that? Obviously saying he is that guy who's now just copied Mark Maron's podcast format and is doing it himself. And then he has to explain to Mark Maron the reason why he started doing a podcast was because of the response that he got, meaning Dax, from being on Mark's show. Mm-hmm. Point is, of all the things I've done, uh, the way people have talked to me about my interview on your show has been really profound. It, it, it's made me feel wonderful in a way that n- no response to anything I've ever done really has. Wow. I'd say your show and Sam Jones. Uh-huh. And both of those were like, you know, his is an hour-long format. I don't know how long you and I talked. But I've had people say to me like, oh, you know, man, I'll, I'll check in with that episode like every few weeks. Like your story <laughs> yeah. really. Right. And I go, holy shit, that, that means a ton to me because someone didn't write that for me. Uh, it wasn't a great director or uh, it's not the. Oh, that is insufferable. I hate I hate when people make up bullshit stories on podcasts. Exactly. People regularly walk up to them and say, hey, I listen to that one interview you do at least three times a month. Sure, Dax. Sure, Dax. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You go back to one episode of Mark Marin and listen to it multiple times. Nobody's doing that. That's not a, tr- a real thing. And this fucking dummy says, well, I had to start my own podcast because the people demanded it. They just they needed to hear me talk about me way yeah, more. But- that's the problem with every celebrity podcast. No, well, not everyone, but like 90% of them. It's always some bullshit like, oh, I went on a podcast. And I'm like, well, people need to hear more of me, don't they? Yes. They need to be in my house, you know, 24-7. They need to know, 
you know, how many cats I have or whatever the fuck they're doing. And then the other thing they do is I hate this thing where they say, you know, when you're on a podcast, people know who you are. They think that that you're friends with them. This back and forth that they have sounds like a sales meeting to me. It sounds like you're in a room, you're in a conference room with a lot of advertisers. You're trying to convince them why podcast advertising is what's going to work for their brand. Your show is very similar to that because if people... Um, they listen to it. It's not like they they listen to it as as they would watch a TV show, right. uh, Two and a Half Men. This is like a part of their identity in some weird way. It, that's true for some people, yeah. And that's really cool. In in, in they're they're in a relationship with you, yes. Oh my gosh! He even says, "Why would you waste your money with a thirty second spot on Two and a Half Men?" When Mark Marin reads about your product, these are people who think they're in a relationship with Mark Marin. You need to start advertising on Mark Marin's podcast. I've been I've been in these meetings. I know exactly how this goes. Right after that, right after that, he says something that's wildly insulting to Mark Marin. And they're they're in a relationship with you. Yes. And and they can they don't have to be entertained per se. They don't have to be you know, there's all right. this they're just in a relationship with you and they enjoy the relationship. Right. And they don't have to be entertained. Yeah, no shit. I've listened to Mark Marin's podcast. Obviously, people don't need to be entertained to listen to that show. To to be fair, Carl, that little clip basically summarizes Dax Shepard's philosophy on podcasts. You yes. don't need to be entertaining. That's exactly right. He just thinks and it's similar to Opie. And this seems to be a common thread with all of these annoying, boring, hang-style podcasts is that they just think, we're going to do a show of people talking and there's so many lonely fucking people out there that they're going to listen to it and feel like they have a fucking friend for the next 47 minutes. It's depressing. Shout, shout out to my family at the Metal Hand of God. <laughs> it's, it's depressing. It seems I'm, to be working, though. I'm a fucking hypocrite. But... Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in there, uh, there's my clip that I think not only summarizes that show, but summarizes your own, Carl, if you'll air my number one. Okay. Do, do you get a no? Is it annoying at all that there are so many podcasts now? <laughs> yes! It's super fucking annoying that there are so many podcasts now. Every single asshole has their own podcast. He, Dax is talking to Mark about his preamble. If you ever listen to WTF, Mark's preamble is pretty aimless and not well thought out or interesting. But Dax tries to get into his brain and figure out how he is able to pull off this amazing feat. This is so douchey. Do you basically just let us hear the other voice in your head? Do you have a conversation with yourself? Is that how you would describe it? Oh, Thankfully, Mark says, no, I have a topic and I just kind of riff on it. It's not... Anything planned out? Do you have a conversation with the other voice in your head? What kind of douchey question is that? How would you answer that question? Of course, it's a, a conversation. I'm a genius. I'm a savant. It's a conversation I'm having that I put out there. You're welcome. I put it out there for you to hear it. Well, once again, it's the kind of thing that you say when you're someone who's been to way too many hours yes. of therapy. I think that actually might explain the name. I think armchair expert is meant to be like dime store psychologist, but less yeah. uh, simple sounding. You know, I think that he really thinks that he's in there and getting deep into the mind and the psychology of these top notch guests. And then he asks Mark Marin why people listen to his show. And 
They have no idea. Anyone can talk on a mic, but what makes people listen? Who knows what that is? Yeah. Who knows why people want to listen? If you were to ask Howard Stern why people listen to his show, do you think he'd have an answer to that? I think he'd have a pretty good fucking explanation, well-reasoned, well-thought-out. People who are good at doing shows know why someone would want to listen to that show. These guys are like, I don't know, man. I I had my buddy over. We talked for an hour and a half. People listen to it. I can't figure it out. I can't either. It's uh, again, the, what it comes down to is this show is just boring as shit. And I don't, I don't think Dax has any idea what makes a good show. He doesn't. He, it's, he admits he has no idea what makes a good show. I mean, I, I, I get the impression that he doesn't know why he's doing it other than he just has this empty space in his attic again with an exposed bathroom. And he just wants celebrities to come up there to die. This is him interviewing Mark Marin, and I call this amazing interviewing skills. I can certainly understand if you're a musician and you watch American Idol, you go, this is bullshit. This is like, you're taking a shortcut, right? But you could also lose sight of the fact that, well, Kelly Clarkson is still a fucking amazing singer, right? Like, so, you know, at the end of the day, I guess I'm, what, I'm, what I'm curious about is that I don't think you see in like, uh, you know, I don't know what occupation, where... Uh, I didn't edit that at all. That's him asking a question of a guest. What the fuck was that rambling nonsense? What was that? Uh, no, no. I know Mark Mayer is a, a good stand-up comedian. I've seen him, uh, you know, I, not recently. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. He used to be funny. I hope that he's not doing this bit in his stand-up. He talks about how he bought a new house, and he's insecure about the chair that he bought. You know, so that that makes me nervous, but I get over that. But then I get obsessed with like, did I get the right chair? Is this the right chair? Uh-huh. That could go on for months. <laughs> Why did I get that fucking chair? Right. So right. you know, it's very stressful. <laughs> These chairs we select, they can bring you down. Yeah. Is that why it's a comedy show for the the chair bit that Mark Marin does? I think I think he got the chair so that he could talk about it on Dax Shepard's show. There's no other reason for the chair to exist. Does the chair, in fact, exist? Does anybody care if the chair actually exists or not? I did, and on one of the episodes I tried to listen to, I didn't make it far into it, but if you play my Amy one, I got like a good example of like his, his comedy. We have a very exciting guest on today. Very special lady very special lady powerful lady brilliant funny hysterical michelle obama nope it's close oh Oh, yeah i heard that too that's the amy schumer episode i listened to that as well i I didn't make it far into that one but i was like oh that's that's why this is number three in comedy podcasts (sighs) it's depressing isn't it there used to be funny shows i don't know what happened Oh, it, it, yeah. If if you look at the top comedy podcast now, Dax Shepard's actually one of the few people that's famous. It's mostly like hot chicks talking about their vaginas. Yeah, and I've noticed that. Random hipsters with weird titles at this point. This is from that Amy Schumer episode. She's talking about, you know, Amy Schumer gets a lot of shit on the Internet. I've seen this firsthand. If you go to the Who Are These Podcasts subreddit. But she's talking about that fact. Because I'm someone who people have spent a lot of time on the internet sort of first like negotiating if I was attractive or not. <laughs> I have good news, Amy. The uh, The discussion has ended. We are no longer debating that topic. 
We have decided you are not attractive. So good Actually, news on that. You know, not not to get into that, but frankly, Amy Schumer is one of those chicks who she would be cute, except she's decided that she's a sex goddess, and it's like, uh, scale it back, baby. Near the end of the conversation with Mark Marin. God forbid they wouldn't start talking about texting again. Well, I love you, Mark Maron, and I'm really glad that we we navigated that texting exchange. And again, I'm going to give all credit to you. You were you were very sober in your response, and uh, you're applying it to all your affairs. Why? Well, I, I applaud that. I'm trying, <laughs> and I appreciate. It. I love you too. And I, I I when I wrote that response, I'm like, he's a sober guy. I'm going sober. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to go straight. I take responsibility. Uh, yeah. How can we? Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? I mean, they had to come back to it again, and they re that wasn't even the whole thing. They rehashed the entire conversation again. So, uh, all right, so I didn't make it that far because I was listening to three different episodes. Sure. Is, if, do you get the impression that's a callback, or is he attempting to establish, like, hey, we do have a connection. Remember that text thing? Like, we, uh, you know, we, 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 we got a memory together now. I think you're exactly right. If, oh, shit, I just did it. I'm taking that out in post. I think you're correct on that because, oh, I got to play this fucking super cut. My goddamn subreddit is fucking with my head now. Somebody pointed out a drinking game you could play while listening to the episode we did with uh, Dick Masterson called The Purrcast. Apparently, I say a word a lot, and I don't pronounce it very well. This is uh, a super cut that was put together by KR5150. Uh, I think Dehort13 pointed this out. So, fuck you guys. You're exactly right. Exactly. Oui. And you're exactly right. You're exactly right. That's exactly right. Exactly like that. You're exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> you're exactly right. You're, you're exactly right. You're yeah. exactly wrong. That's exactly right. You're exactly yeah. right. <laughs> fuck you guys. Oh. I'm so self-conscious of everything I say and do now. Carl, I, 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 what kind of masochist are you where you started your own subreddit? Are you the last person on the internet to find out that the, the Reddit is where you go to commit suicide? I did not start my own subreddit. Uh, Moment of Zen and, and another mod started uh, the subreddit. I just promote it like an idiot because then people go there and point out the fact that I'm an asshole and I suck at this. So, yes, I'm not a smart person. I'm not a smart man, as they say. Do I pronounce exactly... Wrong. I, I guess I have an accent. I've been told that I have an accent. You're from uh, New Orleans. Do I sound like I have an accent to you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, people tell me I have an accent. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking horseshit. I'm from a city. No, you have an accent. You sound like you're fuck, from fuck, New Orleans. Fuck when you're exacty. Exacty. That's exacty, right? Uh, I don't really have anything else to play. This show was mostly boring. It was hard to find interesting things to clip. I'm not a fan of celebrities talking to each other. I actually listened to Adam Carolla again recently because he had Anthony Cumia on, my buddy. So I thought, oh, I haven't listened to Adam Carolla in a year. Let's see what's going on. Wait, wait, wait. You, you know Anthony Cumia? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're good buds. I, I never point that out, but I should, right? I should point that out more often. You should, yeah, I don't know. You should make a fan or you should make a little... Uh... Oh, uh, clip. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Oh, is that right, Anthony? I had no idea. That's awesome. Anyway, Anthony was on Adam's show, and so I checked it out, and I forgot Adam Carolla does this thing that I totally appreciate. He barely even talks to his guests. 
he has Anthony eyes. Yeah, Anthony, he used to be on Opie Anthony, right? And he's, oh, yeah, yeah. So then Adam talks about this incident he had with Opie. That goes on for 15 minutes. And he goes, okay, now we're going to do the news. The news girl reads the news. Adam Carolla riffs all over it, never lets Anthony talk. And then goes, all right, well, that's all the time we have. Do you have a book out? Great. All right, go get your book. See ya. And it's hilarious. I wish Dax had the balls to have Mark Marin on his show and then just talk to Monica the entire time and barely let him get a word in edgewise. That I would respect. Just out of curiosity, because yeah. I used to be a regular Corolla listener, is the story about Opie something about them going to the radio station and being blown off and there was a miscommunication? That's the one! You've heard these stories a million times. Yeah, they... Because it's Adam Corolla's show, the, the most cyclical <laughs> store, uh, show in the history of podcasts. I couldn't believe it. I know that when we did the show with Croge last year, he pointed this out, but I felt the same way. I've been off that show for a year. I pop it on. I have not missed a single thing. I'm going over to Jay Leno's house later this week. We got this this uh, documentary that we're working on. Um, racing cars. Okay, whatever. All right. Well, I want to move on. But first, I want to thank our newest sponsor, DeepDiscount.com. A great website to find amazing gifts at incredible prices. Right now, you can save big on tens of thousands of items I talked about the movies and the TV shows on our show last week. There's also CDs, LPs, games. There's all sorts of things that you can find. Books, all available at deeply discounted prices. Um, Go to whoarethese.com. We have a link to Deep Discount. If you do that, you click the link, then they know that you came from our show, so we'd appreciate it. Start doing your holiday shopping. My parents love owning shit. They are not people who are streaming movies. They want the Blu-ray in their hand. They want to put it in the player. They want to watch it at super high quality, no compression. They want to see every pixel. They got the biggest fucking TV on the block. They want to see every pixel. So I go to Deep Discount. That's where I do my holiday shopping. My my favorite thing about it is that I'm just realizing this is a real thing because on the last episode, <laughs> you did the ad spot as you were making fun of other podcast doing an ad spot yes i thought this was a joke so i am glad to know that deep <laughs> discount exists so that i can go because i have plenty of holiday shop and i've got like eight god kids that all need something i'm gonna go to deepdiscount.com and i can go i can start with who are who are these podcasts.com right you got that figured out man you're quick on this shit i like that that's very good yeah i threw a lot of people off with the read last week i'm gonna tell you i was looking on deep discount i'm a uh, i've been buying vinyl lately do you buy vinyl at all? No, I'm not that cool. I don't know why. I know I'm not either. I don't know why I do it. But anyway, I was looking at the vinyl, and one of my favorite bands in the whole world is Primus. Primus is putting out new vinyl, like Annie Pop. That album is coming out on vinyl. It's it's cool to see that you can get older albums that were never pressed on vinyl, and they're now pressing them on vinyl. You get the awesome artwork and everything that comes along with uh, owning the record. So. I encourage my listeners to take charge. Go buy your favorites. You can gift them, keep them for yourself, whatever you want to do. There's something for everyone in every genre. They also have brand new releases. December 4th, the new Mission Impossible movie, Fallout, comes out. And I was just looking at their new releases. You could actually buy the Mission Impossible 6 movie collection. Just get all six movies. That's an awesome gift for somebody. 4K Ultra HD it's marked down from 126 bucks to 80 bucks. Can't beat it. What kind of deal can I get on the Marcy's Playground 
album collection. Oh yeah, let's let's take a look. What is uh, Marcy's Playground? They they actually have a greatest hits album on here. Well, then I'll be going to deepdiscount.com. Just I, you know what, Carl? I think I'm going to get you the Marcy's Playground greatest hits collection because I think you need that in your life. You need a little sex and candy. Well, I want to say to you, thank you, Adam. And also, we always like to say, thank you, Deep Discount. All right, moving on. Um, I do want to talk about the official podcast. The boys uh, talked about us reviewing them. Did you happen to see this at all? No, I, I, uh, I did listen to the last episode, but I couldn't stomach listening to more of that. So the official podcast, as I mentioned, is a very big show. They have a very big following. And they were nice enough to spend the first part of their latest episode talking about our review and their thoughts about it. Starting off with uh, our buddy Kaya, who we loved. He enjoyed this review that we did. Yeah, they reviewed us. I personally liked the review because they just, they liked me, but they were <laughs> too fond of Andrew. <laughs> They, so hey, let's hey, get hey, Andrew's they, perspective. They they liked you for uh, different reasons, though. Half of it was, uh, he's you know he's saying this thing. The other half was they literally said you sounded retarded. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like Lars Ulrichs with a slur. All right, first off, <laughs> we did not say Kaya sounded retarded. We said he sounded like a guy who's only famous for going on television and talking about how space aliens helped Egyptians create the Great Pyramids. But, I mean, there's a nuanced difference there, obviously, right? <laughs> I have to tell you, these guys, their response to our show tells me they're very good dudes. I like these guys a lot. They have a good sense of humor. Yeah, have a little uh, bit of none, humor of, none of this was meant to be like a serious review of the show. I, I mean, they were sued them for $20 million. Yeah, they're just riffing on other podcasts. It was all fun and games. Perfectly fine. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. I uh, give them credit. We've had other shows like Step by Step and Ehap. Everyone has a podcast. Get very upset when they hear that we don't enjoy their podcast very much. I give these guys a lot of credit. They thought we did a nice job. I, I thought it was funny that they uh, they put it this way. We all have a big gaggle of fans who love and support us, so I don't think this review is going to tear us down in any way. What? No, mate. I, I thought it was cute. Yeah. Well, they have like nine listeners. I mean, oh, well, yeah. let's not insult them. They they did it. They did a good job. I like that they thought it was cute the way that we reviewed their podcast. The yeah, one he said he said you did a good job. <laughs> you did a good job. The one thing they didn't like and their fans didn't care for either are the sound bites that we put in. They didn't think that that was a very good comedy. But then but then they ruined any chance they uh, had of showing that they were professional and good by putting uh, Family Guy sound bites in the middle of jokes. What the hell are you talking about? And other uh, Trumpisms in there, because that's what makes the audience at home laugh. When you're a 40-year-old person going to your uh, 9-to-5 job and you got to listen to some guys on the internet about your age describe what the kids are into, you got to punctuate it. With that Peter Griffin going, oh my god, who the hell cares, Lois? Because that's how you relate to humor these days. They nailed it. They got it. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. <laughs> he really got as good with that one. I actually, I actually thought his Peter Griffin impression was pretty funny. I'm a little thrown on the Trumpisms. But... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that either. We don't really play a lot of Trumpisms on this show. The other way they made fun of our podcast 
is they talked about how the majority of our show is ads. The majority of their entire podcast is ads. Uh, oftentimes people say our ads drag on, but you haven't heard shit. Oh, yeah. They're like the final raid boss of long ad reads. Really? Oh, they, they start the show with self-promotion, and then about halfway into the show, they have a chunk block of advertisements. Mm-hmm. That literally each ad, I think, gets t- like seven whole minutes dedicated to it. Yeah, Andrew told me about it, so I went out of my way to try and find it. It is fucking absurd. I, I think I must have skipped those parts. I don't know. So I think this because we were making fun of their ad segues or something. Because they talk about how we do these long ads, which obviously we don't. And Kaya's not in on the joke. He's like, I guess I didn't hear that part. I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is uh, a clip. They really enjoyed the description that we put out on Twitter when we promoted this episode. I really like mm-hmm. the description of us. I, f- I forgot what they said. It was like, uh, depending on the episode, they'll either talk aimlessly or embarrass themselves in front of celebrity <laughs> yeah. guests. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, perfect. Sum, uh, it about sums it up. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the, my main criticism of that show, based on what I heard from WATP, is... I can never remember their fucking name. What is the name of the episode of the, of the show? It's called the official podcast. That might be the most forgettable podcast name, both literally and figuratively I've ever heard. What do you mean? If you're looking for a podcast, that's the one to go to. It's the official podcast. It sounds like something that like your grandfather would try. If, if you know, if, if you told him about podcasts, Oh, it's the official one. I'll go, I'll go listen to that one. It's funny. Their audience? It's funny. You say that because, they think of us as being the old guys. They talk about us being in our 40s or 50s. This I thought was interesting, though. They were really nice to us because they have so many fans that got pissed off. They didn't want to sick them on us. Also, exactly. here's a shout out to all of the people who immediately assembled a lynch mob to shit on that guy for reviewing <laughs> us. <Yeah. laughs> the I thought everybody would just take it in jest and be like, ah, that was kind of funny. That was a fun roast, like those MTV roasts. But no, everybody was really up in arms about <laughs> telling this guy to go kill himself. Oh, Jesus. What? Yeah, they actually made it a point to tweet out, like, oh, this was fun, this is a good show, because they could have very easily been like, fuck these guys, they made fun of our show, and who knows what would have happened. So I give these guys a lot of credit, they have a lot of class, they handled this very, very well, which is cool. They didn't ask to be roasted by WATP. Uh, One of our listeners sent their show in as a suggestion. So very cool that these guys, I was actually DMing with Kaya a little bit, uh, very good sense of humor. Uh, I like these guys a lot. One of the things I didn't agree with, though, is our criticism about how they get starstruck around celebrities and don't do a good job of interviewing them. I'm not a fan of this rebuttal to that. They come in expecting an interview and we just want to hang out and be friends. And, you know, they they ragged on me for being a little bit, a little bit of stage fright when talking to David Cross. Well, hey, first of all... I was literally designated by the rest of these fucks to be the one who asked him questions and introduced him to the show because they thought I would do such a good job with it. And second of all, I would love to hear you find folks at home, talk to a celebrity that you admire or an actor you really like and just try to start a normal conversation on an interview. 
Yeah, I, I imagine if if you just grab the random person off the street and ask them to talk to I don't know Arnold Schwarzenegger, they'd be pretty starstruck. But they right. don't have a fucking podcast, Kaya. Well, that was Andrew, but Kaya totally agrees with yeah, us. I do hate the whole what's that guy's name? The H three podcast. That dude gets so much shit for some of his episodes where people go, oh, man, did you see that? It was so cringy when he asked Bill Burr this question. Do better. How about you make your own podcast and you try getting Bill Burr on and not being too excited to ask proper really? questions? It's not that easy. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this, Adam. I hate that rebuttal because I don't, I've never mentioned this before, but I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Could you imagine if the post-game interview... They go, what happened? You threw three interceptions today. You try playing quarterback in the NFL. It's fucking hard. That's not a good answer for that. That's your job. If your job is being on this big podcast that interviews David Cross, be good at it. I'm not saying I could do a better job, but that's not what I do. Actually, uh, I'll be honest with you. If I saw a post-game interview and it went like that, I'd be laughing my dick off. I know. I have a lot of respect for someone who just looked at the sports writer and said, stand up, asshole. What are you, 243 pounds? That was the last time you went to a gym. You think you could drop back in the pocket and get rid of the ball in 2.3 seconds? I'd love to see you try. That would actually be a funny response. But no, I hate I hate that argument, though. We're, you can make fun of people for sucking when they put themselves up on this pedestal. The official podcast is a big show. You guys should be better than that. You should be better at having a celebrity on that you're talking to. Here's the thing. I get... I get- on some level being nervous talking to somebody that you admire like david tell is my fucking hero if i ever got a chance to sit down and yeah, talk same to david here yeah i would be a fucking lunatic but i'd also have to realize that david tell is going to be less comfortable with me if i act like a goddamn fanboy and you have to realize david cross has been famous for a long time yeah. the last thing he wants to do is talk to like a bunch of aging fanboys who were like, yeah, let's be friends. No, he doesn't want to be your friend, dude. He's doing you a favor. He's being a nice guy. He's super famous and super busy. Fucking don't waste his time. Ask him the questions. Let him go go on with his life and go walk his dog. But hey, c- congratulations to the ordinary podcast, whatever the fuck you're called. Like you got a major guest to go on, and hey, he he took time out of his day. So you got like one over on me. Nobody on David Cross's level has ever done my show. This is a clip of them talking about how. Being entertaining on a podcast, and again, they're, they're talking about this thing where people maybe criticize them, and then they say, well, you know, it's, it's harder than you think it is. We Come like on. to, we, I mean, we obviously, you know, just be ourselves on this show and shoot the shit and fuck around or whatever, but at a certain base level, it's harder to stay entertaining than you think it is. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! That's a weird argument to make. I'm I'm actually going to go ahead and strongly disagree with them. It's not really that hard to be fairly engaging if you're good at what you do. Now you're going to have bad episodes. Yes, which you know is one th- one criticism I've, I've had of WATV in the past is like if you don't listen to one episode of some shitty podcast, you might be catching them on a bad day. Yep. But it's again, it's a roast, whatever. But no, it's not that. I mean, nobody's expecting you to be on the same level as those guests that you have. You just have to be an engaging person to have an entertaining podcast. And if you're not an engaging person, then you should not have a podcast. This next clip makes me love these guys even more. Charlie's one of the hosts of the official podcast. 
and he hates Opie. Now, for some reason, these guys seem to think that Opie's on my show because Kaya, I think, <laughs> sent them a link to us talking about Opie. So they're like, yeah, well, Opie's on his show, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't like Opie, which is hilarious. But this is this is great. This is uh, directly to you, Opie. You're such a fucking asshole and such a huge douchebag. I have no respect for you, Opie. Why, why are you so offended? Why are you so I, offended, Charlie? I genuinely don't like that guy. He's just such a little pussy. So I love that Charlie hates Opie for some reason. You think, where the fuck does this come from? These guys don't know about satellite radio. They're these YouTube celebrities. How would they even know who Opie is, right? So he goes ahead and tells the story of why he hates Opie. And this is awesome. This is a little behind the scenes, peeling back the curtain. They're on a sales call. When you're a big podcast, you have sponsors. They want to onboard you. So they want to have a conversation with you. Hey, here's what we want you to say about the brand. Here are the things we want you to do. So this guy, Charlie's on a call with a whole bunch of other podcasters, including Opie. For our uh, advertisers, we have to go on these fucking onboarding calls. And Opie was on the call as well. And typically how these calls go is it's like five or 10 minutes. They just say what they what they expect, what they're looking for. And then we all hang up. We say, you have any questions? Everyone says, no, we hang up. We're good. Opie, for some reason, when we got to that part, just started sucking their dick off. As much dick as he could fit into his mouth, he was sucking them off. I believe it was me, Undies, so it was super appropriate. He's like, oh, this product is some of the best I've ever seen in my life. If, if you guys didn't even sponsor me, I'd have at least 15,000 trucks of these in my backyard. This shit is unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to order a pair of MeUndies on this call right now. And he did. So we sat on the fucking phone call for an extra 20 minutes while this goddamn fossil ordered another pair of MeUndies with his own goddamn money and was jerking himself off about his huge purchase in front of the people that made the product. I fucking can't stand that guy. God damn it. Opie makes people passionate, doesn't he? Wow, I I'm I must have missed the part of Opie's show where he's just jerking people off and like sucking their dicks like that. that he sounds like a master cocksucker. I'm, I'm I we, we, I listened to the wrong episode of Opie Radio. I, I love the fact that Charlie's all pissed off because you have to go on these calls. They're not enjoying them, and then this asshole makes it a longer call than it needed to be. He's like, "Fuck that guy! I want to murder that guy!" Because he's on the phone call for an extra three minutes. He, he's that pissed off about it. Uh, but they did. They were talking about me undies, so I want to point something out that the subreddit uh, pointed out to me. I was making fun of their ad read, talking about how they said it was three times softer than cotton. I didn't think that that was possible to measure such a thing. Apparently, that is measurable, and somebody even shared the math with me. And I just want to remind everyone that on WATP, there ain't no fact checking. All right, I, I didn't know. Did you know that you could measure softness, Adam? Am I an idiot? I don't know why I'd give a shit, but sure. <laughs> you did know that? Fuck. No, I had no idea. Okay, I, good. I have other things to do with my life than measure the softness of my, my dick holster. This response from the original podcast, I really appreciated. The fans of the original podcast did not enjoy our show at all. And we have a lot of negative reviews on the iTunes. Because these people don't think that we're very funny or understand what's going on. Let me just read a few that came through. Uh, this one was from uh, Gavcans32. And this is from November 26th. Too negative, too jealous, too unfair. Referencing the official podcast episode. Take a listen and you'll see what I mean. One star. Uh, Kaboom Blau wrote, uh... Bummed I even gave this a chance for five minutes. This is trash. One star. 
mad with 12 exclamation points says not entertaining obnoxious punks who talk badly about podcasts that are much more entertaining and meaningful than theirs. Not a good listen. So obviously a fan of the original podcasting guys, more meaningful. I I mean, maybe it's because they all have accents, you know, stupid people think people with accents are smarter. That's true. Yeah. There's a guy in Australia. This is way more meaningful than what you guys are doing. Uh, embarrassing, embarrassing, bad in a very way. Wait, this is crazy. It says embarrassing, bad in very way possible. (laughs) That's embarrassingly bad in every way possible. Embarrassing, bad in very way possible guys that think they are funny, but actually lonely losers. It's really bad. The only thing positive about this podcast is the massive selection of podcasts. You could scroll down and find some really good stuff. Other than that, it's really, really bad. LOL. <laughs> wow, that person. I hope English is not their first language. Uh, you know, well, you know, some, uh, some, somebody just uh, discovered Trannies Explain the X-Men or whatever. That is from Humongous on November 29th. Uh, this next one says, boring podcast that doesn't have much to even talk about besides criticizing other podcasts. One star. That's hilarious. We don't have much to talk about besides criticizing other podcasts. That's what this show is, is criticizing other podcasts. That's the format of it. That's the only topic. This podcast is so... Yeah, I mean, no shit. This podcast is so boring. So don't even bother listening to the stale podcast. Also, there's a reason why the official podcast has a huge following. And they also have had a lot of celebrity interviews. And that's because the hosts are actually comedic. Too bad the same thing can't be said for this podcast. Oof, got me there. Uh, this next one is Official Podcast Gang from Nicholas says, Your, You are sound bites are trash. One star from November 29th. It's, it's your, but it's the hyphenated, you are sound bites are trash. Uh, maybe these people have an international listenership, and that's why. I, don't I, I mean, who, who cares? I, I do think that people get passionate about these shows and. You know, the hang shows, like, as somebody who does one, you do get used to, oh, well, you know, people like our show. But, yeah, you do have to remember that new listeners aren't going to be in on your inside jokes. And I, I as someone who, who listens to your show, that like, it's nice to have a reminder, like, oh, yeah, you should probably straighten this up. And remember when you're talking about something that your audience isn't let in on. And maybe stop and say, hey, guys, we're, we're, remember we're, we're doing a podcast. Wouldn't that be refreshing? I would love to hear someone on a show say... Hey, I know exactly what you're talking about because we've talked about this three weeks ago, but not everybody does. So can we back up for one second and try to explain what the fuck is going on here for people? That would be amazing if I ever heard that one time. I've, I've actually done that when because we have like a, a Facebook chat about like whatever subjects are coming up, like news stories and stuff like that. And somebody like, oh, yeah, you know, like, remember that meme? You know, that was pretty awesome. Like, okay, yeah, but it's a meme, dude. We're doing a fucking internet show. Right. I do want to point out that we have 350 one-star reviews now on our iTunes page. I feel like that's a milestone. Seems like a milestone, right? 350 one-star reviews. Uh, I mean, you're you're not as good as uh, Michael Rappaport, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but the problem with Michael Rappaport is this dude is fucking corny. Yeah, he's got us. He's got us beat by a lot. This is true. All right, I do want to talk about 
Opie Radio. We didn't talk about him last week. He's back. He's back, and he's drinking with the locals. Adam, I asked you to listen to an episode. I don't know what your background is or your um, relationship is with Opie, but let's get into it. Opie Radio. Did you listen to this episode number 60 called Drinking with the Locals? I listened to as much of it as I could stomach. Yeah, that's a good answer. It's a two-hour-long podcast. You know, I'll give give Opie this. It was far more entertaining to listen to than the Dax Shepard show. Holy shit. High praise indeed, my friend. Well, that's because, again, it wasn't boring. It was shitty, and it got me riled up, but it wasn't boring. Really? You didn't think this was boring? All right. Well, I'm going to prove you wrong. I have some clips out here that will show you just how boring and obnoxious this show actually is, this OP radio show. It starts off with a hilarious bit. Opie did a show from Carl Ruiz's house the previous week. He went over there and they, they ate food together. So then he starts up this next episode pretending that it's a different day when it's really not. They had just gotten done recording the last episode. Wow, the ravioli I ate from last time I was here is still on your red table. That's what happens in podcasts. With my Genesee ice empty on the table. And my chocolate pudding. You would have thought that Carl would have uh, cleaned that up by now. Really strange how that works. We get it. We get it, Opie. You just recorded the last show and now you're starting another one. Good one. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that what that did. Like that I just just recorded another podcast. No one no one knows the inside baseball of it. Opie's just a corny dude, and it's getting cornier and cornier. The way that they're opening the shows now, this is how they introduce the show. All right, so where are we off to? We're going to the Telemark Tavern to have a drinky poo. With the locals? We're going to talk the locals. Yeah! <laughs> it's time for the Opie Radio Podcast! All right, so this is how they start the show. They're going to get in the car. They're going to go drive to a bar. It's in New Jersey somewhere. Carl Ruiz lives somewhere out in the woods. I don't know. It's far away from any type of major metropolitan. They're going to go to this townie joint. And we're supposed to be excited about this. This is in the third or fourth minute of the show. which is a two-hour long podcast. It's like, we're going to go to a bar the podcast. That sounds terrible. It sounds like a terrible idea. I had the exact same clip. And, uh... I specifically clipped it because of the, like, oh, we're going to get a drinky poo. Is that his thing now? Like, Dude. Drinky poo. Listen to this. I, I, I had to pull the ISO. A drinky poo. I think that they're trolling me. I think they're doing this on purpose. They're like, oh, this is going to set off Carl. If we say shit like. A drinky poo. And then Opie does his. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cringy. You know what's sad? I had the same thought. And in any reality besides the, the lunatic reality that we live in. Yeah. You would just be very arrogant for saying that. But the sad part <laughs> is, is that somebody as famous as Opie probably is. That's insane. <laughs> they might be trolling me. And it's not even Opie. It's Carl. Now, Opie, is, Opie and I have never interacted in any single way. 
He's never acknowledged us, which is the smart thing to do. And I recommend, unless you're going to be classy about it like the OP was, I recommend if you don't like what we said, don't acknowledge it. It's the best way to go about it. Carl, on the other hand, has acknowledged it. And we have tweeted at each other before. Not that I'm trolling him or anything like that. I only say nice things to him because I like Carl Ruiz. But that's what makes me think that he might be doing this on purpose, knowing that I'm going to pull this shit out. Because not long after he does the drinky poo thing, he is driving up, sees a buddy of his, and beats the horn to let him know that they're going to uh, the bar up there. And he says this. Calls me up. Call, calls you beeping? It's my buddy. You just know... People driving by. Yeah, give him the double beep to turn around and go to the Tavanooch. <laughs> the Tavanooch. Holy shit! What the fuck is that? Well, if if Carl's listening, uh, I just want to take a second to recognize something that Carl did. I thought it was Opie because I couldn't tell the difference between their voices. Okay. To me, to me, they sound very similar. And Carl tells some story about his ex-wife's boyfriend or something like that. Yes. So if you'll play my Opie number four. All right. Her new boyfriend gets out of the car and walks to the service counter, who is my squad, ride or die. Right? Make a left up here. So this is old school squad. We gamble together. You know what I mean? We've seen some shit. We were in, we were in Chatham, Vietnam together. <laughs> <laughs> now she's dating somebody who's... That's Carl talking. Yeah, so... Um, is there anything cringier than an old man who uses language that a 15 year old would use? Like the, uh, not only that, but language that was like out of date, like two years ago, that's his squad rider die. Okay. Whatever. I don't know about you, Adam, it's, it's like, but I like to go to the Tavanooch. and have a, a drinky poo. And when I hear that we're going to do that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> everything about this is douchey and, and cringe inducing. It's, it's nothing but douche chills the entire episode. It's, I'm so embarrassed for these guys. Opie does uh, this thing where there's this dude hanging out at the bar and they're talking to this guy and the guy's mildly entertaining, but Opie decides he's going to high five him. I finally agree with Gizmo, really? though. Carl should have his own uh, show on the food network. No, they'll never do it. It's about time. Yeah, why not? Gizmo, me and you, high five. You know the- why wouldn't it? Seriously. Oh, he actually high fived the dude at the bar. Do you hear how weak that sounded, too? They barely connected on that high five. I think the the problem with Opie Radio, and like, and I didn't, I uh, I grew up in New Orleans where Opie and Anthony didn't really catch on out here. Okay. You know, about a year. So I'm not. I wasn't around for their heyday, you know, but I think what's going on here is that Opie is legitimately an old man who's yes. trying to trying to stay cool and relevant to the point where I think he thinks that podcasting is just an extension of radio. But it's like, uh, you know, like when Stern used to do uh, his televised version of his his radio show, I think he's just like, oh, you know, like people like me and. And so they want to be in on my life. And I, I don't think he gets it. I think he's trying to be relevant. And he's just really an old man who's seen his, seen his better days. Oh, that's definitely true. He is an old man who's irrelevant. And he doesn't understand the medium at all. He thinks that anything he does is entertaining. Because he leaves his recorder on for two hours while they're hanging out in the bar. You can't hear what most people are saying because they're not on mic, that you have no idea what's going on. Listen to this. He Opie walks in and he's upset because the TVs are too loud. 
Have a beer, brother. Let's go. Let's. It's. It, I know where it is. I took it from the kitchen. Ah, oh, okay. It happens. Got some cheese. I see. Yeah, Nothing but the best for us today. The best of the best. TV's really loud. I don't, sit over there? I don't think we can tell these guys to turn the TV down. They'll, no, fucking, not <laughs> they'll fucking kill us. So you hear Opie. He's, the TV is blaring. He's trying to record a podcast. He goes, man, you know, I'm trying to do a show here, and these guys are just trying to hang out like it's a bar or something and watch TV. But then Opie gets recognized, and this is amazing, because as soon as Opie gets recognized, he now has superpowers. Who knows me? Told you. How do you know me? Yeah. Yeah. I do this. (laughs) (laughs) They feel bad for you in Telemark Tavern. Yeah, they'll end up here. How the fuck did that happen? I don't know. Can we turn the volume down on the TV slightly? Slightly. Did you hear what happened there? Opie says... We can't tell him to turn the, the volume down on the TV. And then he's recognized, and now he's like, hey, can we turn the volume down on the TV? It's like Green Lantern with his ring. All of a sudden, he has superpowers because he was recognized by somebody. He's like, that's right. I'm a fucking celebrity. Turn the TV down. I'm doing a show. Everybody gather around and watch me do my show now. Yeah, he's the guy from the Opie and Anthony Pye radio show that no one likes. Um, <laughs> right. What- what, what I actually had that same uh, those two clips I had the same thing and what's really interesting to me is that there's constant commentary that he's basically a nobody yes and I don't like I, I have to wonder about the psychology of a guy like not to be Dax Shepard for a minute but <laughs> like what's going on where like is he does he actually have a good sense of humor which I don't get the sense he does or is he really oblivious to when people make comments like that like oh you used to be on this famous radio show that everyone knows, and now you're trying to record a podcast in a bar in the middle of nowhere. I think I can answer that question with this next clip. The person says that they know Opie from television, and Carl makes the joke. Opie and Anthony actually introduced the XFL. They were pretty tight with the WWF back then and Vince McMahon, so they were on TV introducing that failed football league from 18 years ago that went nowhere. So Carl makes a joke as the, the woman thinks that she knows him from TV and Opie does not handle this well. I, I was, he was on the XFL. He's, uh, he got tackled by his partner. No, I, I, did, got canceled. <laughs> I did more than that. I don't know. That's what I did. I did, I did a bunch of TV, yeah, but I was more of a radio guy. <laughs> Opie immediately, he's trying to make a joke. Opie goes, no, 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 I, was on, I did more TV than just the XFL thing. That's embarrassing, dude. So you so you think he's really just oblivious to... Oh, definitely. Did you hear how butthurt he got? No, no, I did more than that. By the way, Opie never did TV. I know he was on Leno. I know he's on Letterman. But the other guys on the show, Jim and Anthony, used to go on these news programs all the time. They actually had opinions on things. They were well-informed. They'd be on these roundtable discussions. They were on TV all the time. Opie was never on TV because he has nothing to say, and he's not an interesting person. But as soon as they're like, yeah, weren't you on TV? Carl's like, yeah, yeah, he was on the XFL fucking 20 years ago. He's like, no, I, I, I did more than just the XFL thing. I, I'm, a, I'm a star. I'm still a star. I think what it comes down to is like, you know, Jim Norton was vaguely famous before Opie and Anthony took him on. 
And, you know, so like if he if he stopped doing his podcast, what is it, the, the Sam and Jim or whatever it is? They're uh, on serious sex app. Yeah. Uh, OK, well, you know, he could just go off and just be a be a stand up. And obviously when Anthony Cumia got fired, he went and did like a video show. It's, it, you get the impression that Opie couldn't really do anything but radio. And I think that's what he's struggling with. Yeah, you do get that impression because after he was fired for 10 months, he did nothing. And then he started up a podcast where he does nothing. He just hangs out with his friends in bars. So I you get the sense he doesn't have a lot of talent. You know what he should do? He should really lean into this. He should just accept yeah. his reality and just have like the Mopey Opie podcast where it's just a man <laughs> slowly descending into a madness in his basement. Don't have Carl. Just have him drunk in his basement recording. Into I'd listen to that. I'd listen to that. This is... About as bad as what you just explained is what he's actually doing. This is him in a bar. People are talking off mic. You have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I know who you were, so I'm like, fuck this. I'm gonna... <laughs> Wait, what do you say? I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you were, so I was just going to strive the <laughs> It's always good when you're doing a show to have people who are nowhere near you shouting out and then saying, I didn't hear what he said. Can you repeat it? This is another incident where someone's yelling something and Opie's asking Carl if he heard that person. No, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Carl, you hear what he just said? What are take you doing over there? No, take a oh, picture. Oh, okay. She thinks it's a TV. You think yeah, everything's a TV? I do. No, back there. I'll send the podcast. And of course, another example of this. I can't believe you thought Dax Shepard. All right. Another example of this is when they're talking to each other in a loud, crowded bar and Carl Ruiz says something and he has to repeat it, but he's doing a show at the same time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who's this? We call him Chet because he looks like Fat Chet from Weird Science. Yeah, he does. <laughs> looks like Chet, Fat Chet from Weird Science. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine doing a show where you make a joke and one of your co-hosts says, I'm sorry, what was that? And then you just repeat the joke again? Only on Opie Radio is this even possible. Well, Carl, like of the two of us, I'm assuming I'm the only one that, that's ever done a live remote. Yes. And when it comes to podcasting, you know, you, you give a lot of like clues as to like what podcasts should do to be better. I've only done live remotes when necessary. Like if like there's for some reason my recording uh, equipment isn't running, we'll go out and we'll try to find someplace quiet to record. There is no benefit to doing a live remote, especially especially if you're in a crowded place. First of all, the acoustics don't work, as you can tell from the clips that you've been airing. Right. Secondly, yes, if you do it in, like, say, a Starbucks or a bar, and I've had this happen to me where I was recording with with a woman, and we were talking and having a conversation, and a woman who worked at the Starbucks was across from us, and, I don't know, the girl had said something about Harry Potter and the Starbucks chicks was a real Harry Potter fan. So she just started having a conversation. Jesus. That's what you're trying to avoid when you're doing a show. You want to keep things going. You want to steer a conversation a certain direction, not just let any fucking random asshole start getting in on things. But you can't control that when you're doing a live remote. This is the kind of shit that goes on in this townie joint that they're hanging out in. What kind of phone you have? She still has a flip phone, right? Yeah. This woman pulls out her phone and Opie's just freaking out. What kind of phone do you have? What? Wow. It's so exciting. It's not. Here's, look, 
I, again, I'm a hang show. I'm not going to like bitch about people doing that sort of thing. But if you know regularly you don't have a lot to say, do do a little bit of, re, you know, do come up with something. Just pull up Facebook. Somewhere on there is a story you can talk about instead of being in a taveruni talking about someone's <laughs> no feet. I think you mean the uh, tavernooch. The tavernooch. Sorry. I like taveruni better, though. That makes so much sense what you just said. I don't have very much to say. So what I do is I pull a bunch of clips of other people saying ridiculous nonsense, and then I play that. That's a that's a way to fill time if you're trying to fill time so you can get your, your reads in. Which, by the way, Opie does the worst reads in the history of podcasting. This is him talking about this toothbrush again. Time to get your Christmas shopping done. Time to run around the mall. Panicking, going, what the hell am I going to get for all these goddamn people in my life? That's a fucking read for a toothbrush. There's no way these people are happy with that. You, you have to send in, all right, here's, here's the read that I did, and you have to send it to the company to listen back to. This guy's talking like a fucking lunatic. He can barely read, and he's talking about buy this toothbrush instead of going to the mall and going shopping for your friends and family. How does that make any sense? Well, besides which, Carl, I mean, if you need a toothbrush, go to deepdiscount.com. Deepdiscount.com is where you want to go shopping for your friends and family. That's exactly right, my friend. They have new releases. They have old favorites. Primus is on there. Right, but we don't want our ad reads to go on forever, so we'll, we'll move on. Go to whoarethese.com. All right, this is Opie talking about, this is just so embarrassing. He talks about... How many subscribers he brought into SiriusXM? Oh, they, they hated me over there. As, as I was bringing in ridiculous uh, subscribers, they hated me the entire time. It was crazy, man. Uh, I still listen to you. My whole way driving from South Carolina was nothing but fucking old Opie and Anthony shit. Listen to it all the How time. How about on the YouTube. podcast? <laughs> so that's a couple things that Opie does there. First, he explains that he was the reason why SiriusXM was even successful. He brought in ridiculous subscribers, as he says. Well, they, you know, they hated him. And, you know, I mean, all they did was take a picture of someone taking the shit. I mean, what? Yeah. You know, what's 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 the big deal? All he did was make terrible radio that no one listened to while also harassing co-workers. I don't know why they hated you over there, Opie. I, I have no idea. It makes zero sense. This guy says, oh, I, I used to like listen to Opie and Anthony. And Opie says, what? well, come on, man. I got the, the podcast now. You got to get on board with that. And he explains that he's moving on. My point is, uh, we're just trying to move on from the O and A stuff. This podcast is pretty bad memories. Oof, we're trying to move on from the O and A stuff because now he's turning into My Little Pony show. Because this podcast is pretty damn good. I don't listen to any podcast that talk about how good their podcast is on their podcast like that. Sincerely saying this podcast is pretty good. We're doing a good job here. That's just embarrassing. Doing a great job. He's talking about Nokia's and bananas, which yeah. Is oh, do you have a do you have a banana clip? My, my OP three. I can't believe you skipped over that. All right. Is that one of the bananas you took from the airport? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's one of the famous bananas. So that banana's from Orlando. Yes. Holy shit. It's <laughs> <get>, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true though. How do you manage to gross me out? I don't know. <laughs> you know what the best part is? I had to get rid of all my liquids. 
I thought you could do eight ounces. Not anymore. So I lost the. Uh, I lost my twenty juice boxes. That I, <laughs> like, look, look, this is the beginning of the show, and it's just like, oh, you got a banana from Orlando. Oh man, really? That's crazy. What? <laughs> and then like, oh, you know what's really crazy? They made me get rid of all my liquids. Yeah. That's, this is a show. Like, what you're. That's that's crazy. You you got rid of all your liquids in an airport. It's not like that's something that happens literally five thousand times a day. Remember, this is one of the most famous shock jocks to ever exist. This guy talking about his banana from Orlando. Holy shit! So they're in the bar, and then they go outside. They're talking to this gizmo guy. Remember, they told everyone in the bar they had to turn the TVs down. They're doing a podcast. It's all about them. Opie walks back in, and Jesus Christ, they got the music on too loud. We got to put a stop to that. Let's put a stop to everybody's fun. Oh, now the music's on. We can't podcast anymore. You just told them to play music. I was joking. Just tell them to shut it off. Yeah, we got to shut the music off. Can you shut the music off real quick? Just for a couple more minutes. Yeah, pause this song. Jesus, turn it down. It's the first time anything interesting's been said at the Telmark Tavern. Shut the music off, please. Uh, thank you. So listen to how brazen they've gotten over this short time frame. They first get there, they're like, oh shit, we probably should keep it down. We'll go in the corner. Now they're walking in, they're like, turn this fucking music off. We're recording a show. What are you guys doing? These are people who are just hanging out at the bar trying to have a good time. Opie says, can you pause it? We just need a couple more minutes. He goes on for another half an hour, just rambling on with fucking nobodies about nonsense. I, I can't imagine walking into a bar and just telling them. And look, and I get it. He's he's famous, but clearly not that famous to these people. But you you're really like going to tell people like they can't listen to music in a bar because you need to record a podcast on your Zoom. Like go outside. It's surprising that this is still going on with a Westwood One podcast, that they're just going into noisy places, talking to nobodies about random bullshit. It's not entertaining in any single way. I don't know how much longer this is going to go on for, but I hope forever, because it's amazing for our show. It's amazing this exists. Uh, Adam, I got um, I got to wrap things up here. These shows are going too long, but I, I did want to ask you, because you and I have never met before. We've exchanged some emails this is our first time doing a show together. I, I have to ask you, do you shit at work? Uh, you know, I was going to bring that up. I absolutely shit at work. You do. And I was appalled at, at just the thought that I can't shit at work. If, if, if I'm going to make, you know, only a few dollars above minimum wage at my age, I should at least get to shit all over the place. But it's not about that. I know everyone's taking that angle where they want to – make some money while pooping, but it's just disrespectful to your coworkers, isn't it? Shitting up the joint? Uh, no, because I keep the toilet clean. You should see the fucking animals that I work with. <laughs> so that you're making my point for me. It's disrespectful. Yeah. Maybe you're a good egg, but it's disrespectful. These other guys go in there, they well, shit yeah, the whole place up, and then you got to deal with it. If you Look, if you're if you're above the age of eight, and you don't know how to aim your dick, and you piss all over the toilet seat, we should drag you out in the street and beat the shit out of you and let cars run you over. I, I do this crazy thing where I leave the toilet seat up in the men's room because we should all be just standing and pissing. There should be no toilet seat going up or down at any point. 
that said, if you have manners, you keep it clean. And look, if you have a little accident, there's a little every once in a while the stream goes rogue. We've all had that happen. Yeah. Clean up after yourself. Flush after you take a shit. And I'm I'm good with it. I I, I use the bathroom at work. So you've heard it here first, everybody. Flush after you've taken a shit. That's the rule. That's that's a good rule to go by, right? You know, you would think that that was something that that would be go without saying, but unfortunately, there, there's a lot of people out there who need to hear that regularly. Fair enough. Well, good. We've uh, we've covered a lot. We've talked about my accent, my crutch words. We talked about Dak Show for a minute. Opie, the official podcast. Our buddy Kaya, the ancient aliens guy. We've we've covered it all. So that means it must be the time of the show, everyone's favorite segment known as The Teaser. This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show we'll be reviewing next week to get people excited about WATP in the future. I want people to subscribe to the show so it just shows up on your phone. You wake up in the morning, boom podcast ready to go and guess what you're going to be excited adam the show that we're reviewing next week is one that you've suggested as well as our friend alicia has also suggested that you've been teasing it all episode so here it is happy no not november everybody i mean that doesn't apply to us right we can still masturbate unless you refer to your orgasm as a nut i'm pretty sure women can still participate okay so we're good okay so guys we're back at it again alex and sophia call her daddy what is up guys happy wednesday we can still masturbate ugh (laughs) this is call her daddy on the barstool sports network it has been getting so much promotion it's all i see everywhere all the time it's in the top five comedy podcasts currently. This is episode nine called Faking O's and Threesomes. Oh, my. It, this, is a, this is a dick tea show. It's, it's two eights talking about sex and their vaginas. This is what you were alluding to before that seems to be a new phenomenon that's going on in podcasting. Yeah, there's like, I'd say I've seen at least six or seven podcasts that are just Two women of varying stages of hotness. Mm-hmm. Again, talking about you. You did one a uh, few months ago. I forget which one it was. But Guy, guys, we fucked. I think is what you're guys, talking about. We fucked. Yeah, they were. They yeah. were like the in the top of the comedy podcast charts for some reason. Yep. And um, it's it's a bizarre thing. It's just two women talking about sex, and for some reason it's listed in comedy. And there's a lot of vocal fry, and they're talking about how they fuck a lot of guys all the time. Well, that show, I actually suggested to you, because I listened to a few minutes, because you never know. They yeah. might be entertaining. Sure. And I actually cut it off five minutes in when they suggested that they would send nudes in exchange for five-star reviews. Jesus Christ. Well, it's interesting, because you sent that over originally and said, you got to do this show, and you wanted to co-host, and then... We went back and forth. We decided to do Dax show instead. And earlier this week, I got a note from Alicia who recommended another show that we did at one point. I can't remember which one it was, but she said, yeah, I hope it's okay. If I recommend another show, she put this one out there and I'm like, 
yeah, I've been seeing this everywhere. Adam wants us to talk about it. Makes a lot of sense to me. Let's tackle this. This seems to be the new genre in podcasting. I thought Opie's show was for lonely people. Now here's a show for lonely people who cannot get a girlfriend. Lonely. These are these are lonely masturbator. That's the target audience for this show. Yeah, I, 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 uh, we did talk about maybe doing this, but at the end of the day, I'm like, look, I'm enough of a misogynist as it is. Do I really want to do a whole show where I'm just going to be talking about women as if they were lonely whores? Oh boy. Now you're making me nervous about this. We're going to get a lot of shit for whatever we do on this show. Adam, thank you so much for taking the time today to do the show. I've enjoyed it. Do you have anything that you want to plug, uh, for your podcast or anything you have coming up? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I, 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 I asked you to do this show cause it is one of my favorite shows. And, uh, unfortunately the timing couldn't be more horrible because I will no longer be a podcaster after seven years with metal hand of God, they're still going on. So it's, it is a hang show. It's everything that WATP hates pretty much everything. <laughs> I, but, I listened to an episode. You guys were talking about, do you believe in ghosts or space aliens or Bigfoot? And it was, it was great, man. It put me right to sleep because there are times when I'm an insomniac and I just do not get the shut eye I need, but I popped in your podcast and I was right out. Like, what are these fucking assholes talking about? Who gives a shit? Oh my God, man. You just hit it. Like maybe we could actually make money. We could be one of those podcasts that put you to sleep that make a billion dollars. I know we reviewed that long, long time ago. Sleep with me. And that show I've continued to listen to because that show will fucking put you to sleep. It is just droning on and on and on. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry to hear that. Let's uh, tell our listeners, though, to please check out Metalhead of God since those are your buddies. I'm sure that they'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. All right, cool. I don't think we did them any favors just now. Well, anyway, uh, make sure to tune in to WATP next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mosh pits of morning radio. Ew. <sighs> mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. What is this garbage? How do they have a podcast? This is bullshit. Doesn't make any sense, Rick. Well, that's retarded. And the show has reached a new low. Who gives a shit who gives a fuck? You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. I smell sex and-